Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Bring them The championship run deep in our vein. The entertainment rolling real cause it's all in the game. To us, you know, around the city doing it better than this. Just say look at this. You can look around who better than this. Nobody. Who your team, the Blazers, the Knicks, the Wizards, the Clippers, the Patriots, the Cowboys, Clippers, Tigers, the Chickens. USC, Gamecock, Shamrock, know what it is, man. Triple left a new podcast. Just join the game plan. Come on, come on. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast with your hosts, Zay, Young Vander, and Bro Joe. Yo, 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 we lit today. Oh my God, so much is going on in the NFL. We cannot wait to talk about it. What's popping, Fantasy Football Fiend family? Welcome back to the best new fantasy football show on the air, the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast, presented to you by Manscaped. I'm your host, Zay. As always, I got my guys with me. Holler at the people. Young Vanda. Fantasy Fiends, what's going on out there? And my guy, bro, Joe. Holler at him, bro. What's going on, Fantasy Fiend family? We have your free agency frenzy, and then we are going to fix the AFC West. Fireworks there. We're going to break down everything that's happened so far. Hang on for the ride. Let's go ahead and get started with your news. And now your fantasy news. All right, guys. So let's just go ahead and address the elephant in the room. A.A. Ron Rogers decided that he was going to go ahead and let everybody in on what it is he's doing with his future. It seems as if he is now or will soon be a Jet. The irony is that (laughs) it seems as if Green Bay is kind of playing the, uh, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander game. And they're now holding the Jets hostage as far as what they're going to be willing to take. Because guess what? If you don't pay us for them, you're screwed. But if you pay us for them, you're probably overpaid and you're still screwed because all you're getting out of this whole thing that you just paid for is probably one playoff win. (laughs) What we got on this whole Jet saga uh, with Aaron Rodgers and the direction that it's turned. I don't have any issue with it. In the public, we live in a microwave society. Everybody wants things now when they want it. This is this guy's career, his future. He has to move to a new city. It's his life. I think too many people, fans analysts whoever want him to go out there and hurry up and make a decision hurry up hurry up let that man take his time if you want to take his time making a career decision by golly he has the right to he came out today wanted to clear up some things let people know that he made his mind up on friday you know what i'm saying here we are it's wednesday and people have been complaining for the last what five days so he's pretty much telling people hey i made my mind up on last friday you know what i mean so He's want to come out. Yeah, know, but so, did you tell anybody last Friday? But again, it's his business. And the people, the trust me, the parties that's supposed to know, they knew. You know what I mean? The public might not know. Adam Sheffield might not know, but that's okay. As long as the parties that, because I'm pretty sure this deal's already done behind the curtains. They already got an idea, the particulars of it. So I, I'm not upset at all. I mean, a lot of people upset. Take your time, Aaron. I'm just glad to like be over it. I mean, I honestly, when I look at him and I look at Brett Favre, I'm like, what's the difference for me? And also coming from the tri-state, it's like next he gonna be at Minnesota after this. I mean, I, I don't think he'll go to another team. I think he'll end up retiring. I, and I honestly don't think it'll be much longer than a year or two. That was the other reason that it didn't make sense to go so hard for him because he didn't even want to play where he has been since forever. So I don't know. Several other quarterbacks are making moves. we got Jacoby Brissett, who's reached an agreement with the Washington Commanders. It's been stated that he's going to be in competition with Sam Howell, and it's a competition that he very well should win. What you got on that, Joe? We still got the draft. That's the other part of it. But I think this is a, a good move. We've seen what he's done in short time with Miami and then most recently with Cleveland. I don't want to call him a game manager, but unfortunately, that's what he's really well at doing. I think uh, he's going to. I feel you on that. He, he's going to do really well. He's he's a good starter. Let's say that. Baker Mayfield agreed to a deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a one-year deal worth eight point five mil. Is this the Buccaneers' uh, gap quarterback, or is this a competition between him and Kyle Trask? Or the fact that he was brought in at all kind of tells you how they feel about Trask. What you got on that one, Vander? I think this is uh, your starter. I think they brought him in to be a maybe a gap stop for some other guy, but not Trash. And maybe they feel like Trash another year or so away, and this will give him that you know that cushion. But Baker is man, this dude is talking about a cat. 
this dude definitely got nine lives. Man, um, look at here. <laughs> but he, uh, he, he just. He, he always lands on his feet somehow. But I definitely think he was brought in to be the uh, week one starter. So let me ask you this, because you said something. I, I don't know if this was on the show or if this is just a conversation between us. We were talking about Mike Evans and you were saying he's quarterback proof. Do you still feel the same way knowing who's going to be throwing on the ball? Did we not see Mike Evans do good with J. Mills Weston? Did we not see OBJ not do good with Baker Mayfield? OBJ is not Michael is not Mike Evans though, and vice versa. Right. I'm just asking. But I, Mike I, Evans, I haven't seen I mean, Baker the, make anybody look like Mike but, Evans normally looks. Yeah, but Mike Evans is the type of a wide receiver where you know the fifty fifty balls. I mean, this guy's six five. You know what I'm saying? But so, Baker is not the type of quarterback to throw 50-50 balls. That's a part of the problem. He, oh, he won't risk it. He, why not? Trust me. He'll throw 50-50 no, balls because he throw no, bad balls, which are 50-50 balls. No, no, balls. no. <laughs> I feel you on that. I, I mean, like, like, okay, you know, like some quarterbacks believe in themselves enough to say, okay, I know you're not open, but because you, you, you open, he won't throw that ball. That's why OBJ was so pissed off at him because if, if he felt like he was covered, he wouldn't go his direction. So th- that's all I'm looking at. But what and, I'm and saying, with Evans, he's not a speedster. Well, in, in most cases, he's not a speedster. He can just go up over you. So I, I don't know if Baker right. is going to be comfortable. With but that. but that's why I think it's more you know it's a better fit in, in the comparison. Like OBJ is going to maybe outrun his guy or get separation on his guy as far as to make those catches and say I'm open. Where you got this big body receiver, where give him an opportunity to make a catch when he will. Look at the quarterbacks he's played with. I mean, everybody's thinking about Tom Brady, but that's only been the last like two years. True. You you got Fitzpatrick, you got Jameis Winston. Who else been down there? Um, I like both of them better than Baker to keep it a buck. But but I was these, hoping Winston would go back, honestly. But these guys are not like hey, they ain't world you know beaters. I mean, right? Mike Evans has had, a but they'll thousand. sling that bad boy though. That's the thing. Think about it. The, the difference between Fitzpatrick and Winston, they'll they'll sling the ball down the field. They don't care about the interception. B- Baker will try to avoid it. That, that That's my biggest difference in those three quarterbacks. I, I feel you on that, right? But we're talking about Mike Evans. This guy has been in the league since, what, 2014? He has so. had 1,000 yards receiving every all year. All but one season? Or is it, no, is it all, every, all the season? Okay. He's always had – I mean, this dude was playing with Josh McCown. Let's not forget so you're gonna take Baker Mayfield or Josh McCown. McCown. You got you got guys like Mike Glennon. Like, come on, like, this dude has been able to be. No, productive. I would take Baker over Glennon. I would yeah. take Baker over Glennon. Yeah, I would. But he's been able to be productive with subpar quarterbacks. It's proof. I know Brady. Everybody got caught up in it. That's only been a couple years. Mike Evans been doing this for almost ten years now. The the Brandon Cooks of the the NFC South basically like it don't matter what team but Brandon Cooks has I, I had better say he's the only, I'm not sure he could actually I'm not sure if he owns this record but I don't think there's ever been a receiver to have over a thousand yards receiving in every season he's yeah playing. I mean he's what nine years in now I want to say he's doubled I want to say he's been in for a decade now or he's well, going it's, into it's going season. into a decade yeah yeah and he's been a thousand every year I don't think no other receiver has done that if I'm not mistaken but if it has been, it ain't been too many. I yeah, put, put some respect on my Evans name. He's one of the most underrated receivers in the league. Clearly. We got the Panthers who agreed to a deal with Andy Dalton. This is a two-year, $10 million deal. This feels like a I'm, I'm bringing in the vet that's going to kind of help me not have to force the guy that I draft in day one, while at the same time, if the guy that I draft is ready day one, I have a great guy to back him up and kind of bring him along. Anything more than that that you guys see? Yeah, I don't I don't really read much into it. I mean, they got the first overall pick for a reason. They're going to go get their guy. I think that's really Did you a- hear that they were talking about possibly trading that pick? See, that's why we'll never know what an organization think. Like, for you to spend that much and give up, you know, DJ Moore, which maybe was a cap relief thing more so than anything else by shipping away but still you're going to sell it i mean what you gonna get back for it that's what i'm curious to know well, what thinking, i was thinking I'm, is maybe I'm, go down from one to two and then whoever's left between cj stroud and your boy uh young in from bama whoever's left between the two of them is who you go with but you you recoup a little bit of what you paid to get to number one yeah. you're still guaranteed to get a quarterback Right. You know, that, middle man. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, basically. I knew I had to pay up, but now I can get a little bit back of what I paid and still make sure that I get my quarterback of the future. I don't think they're definitive on which guy is better. Well, I'm and hearing CJ Stroud is your consolation prize, which that's the guy that they kind of felt the best about. And the person that they would be trading with kind of feels the best about about young. So it could work out perfectly. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing the coaching staff like Stroud, but the upper guys like Young. So, I mean, if, if you were to try to trade number one and only move back one spot, threatening that, well, hey, 
I know who you want and I'm willing to trade back to number three and number four. And I don't care who's left, but it's going to screw you over. Maybe you can get something out of it, even if it's just a, a player. That, well, hell, maybe they're willing to replace your receiver to move up to number one and you get Brandon Cooks from is it Houston number two? Yeah, I believe they do have the number two pick in this draft. Maybe they'd be willing to give you Brandon Cooks to move up to number one. So you have your DJ Moore replacement. I don't know. But mm. they're, they're, they're thinking about doing something there. The Falcons signed Tyler Heineke, so he's no longer a Washington commander. What do we think about this move? Is he going to infringe on Ritter at all, or is this surely a backup move? It's a backup move. I think Ritter is going to come in the year uh, the QB1. He said already they gave Mariota opportunity, and I think they see what they got there, and they're going to give the young kid a chance to, to take it, take the lead. I think they just want to make sure they bring in a veteran with some experience. And I think that's all this move is about. I'm not sure. I don't think it's going to be really a, co- a quarterback competition offseason. The Raiders agreed to a contract with Jimmy G. I honestly don't know exactly what they expect to get from this. Jimmy G and Derek Carr are kind of the same dude, in my humble opinion. They kind of might need to focus on defense a little bit. I really won't matter who's at quarterback. They lost a lot of games by one score and had their defense just been a little bit better. You know, McDaniels wouldn't be on the hot seat. Derek Carr would still have a job there versus being a New Orleans Saint. And it kind of feels like they're swapping spit. I don't, I don't see how Jimmy G, other than the fact that he does already know the offense, he's had a stint with McDaniels before. So with McDaniels being on the hot seat, he doesn't have time to teach someone the offense. He needs somebody that can get in there and go. But how'd you feel about this move? I like this move. I don't think it's changing spit. I think Derek Carr got a good arm. I think better than uh, Garoppolo. But like you said, he knows the offense. I think that that's the main thing. We saw Stidham come in there and play pretty well and comfortable in that offense. And it's not something that I would I would assume, you know, that's easy to pick up and easy to kind of uh, grasp as easy. But I love it. I think, honestly, you and you get Jacoby Myers on top of that uh, to go with Devontae. You still got Renfro as of today. I mean, I think it's pretty solid. Do you think that Renfro's going to end up staying? Because I think Jacoby Myers is Renfro's replacement. I think the good thing uh, is, is just versatility, availability and versatility. I've seen Jacoby play outside just as well as I've seen him play inside. And it just adds more to the offense because we know Devontae is going to move and play several other positions and not be in line just outside his receivers. I think the more the merrier, but it is good reasons to still shop him. And I think they were proactively doing so heading into the offseason. Jameis Winston re-signed with the Saints. Do you feel that this is apropos or he could should have rolled the dice to see what could have happened elsewhere? Or if you're getting eight mil, you take whoever is willing to sign the check. <laughs> How you feel about this one? Cash grab. And also, I don't feel like moving all my stuff out of this condo. I just want to stay here. I don't think anybody, I, th- I don't think he would be able to go anywhere and really get a fair shot at being a starting quarterback. He'd have been holding the clipboard anywhere. So why not stay in the city you're already in? People probably, you know, embrace you there. You're comfortable. You're just learning the city. Just just stay just stay put. You know what I'm saying? Um, get that get that bunny. Now this one, I want to run it back to you, Vander, because it affects your team. Sam Darnold going to the 49ers. How do you feel about this? Is this Cal Shanahan showing that he can make anybody a good quarterback and he's going to show you that Sam Darnold isn't quite as bad as he's been shaped up to be while Purdy is hurt? Or do we think that anybody else may be on the move? Or or is this just insurance? What's going on here? Definitely insurance. It's not really him trying to say, hey, Sam Darnold is really not horrible. He's not. He's he's not. So this is when, actually, when healthy, he's he actually showed up last year. He had the what most rushing touchdowns before CMC got hurt. He wasn't doing bad with the passing yards. Uh, he was a, a heck of a lot better passing the ball to DJ Moore than some of the other options that were there. So yeah, I agree he, with you on that. Yeah, he definitely like you know, I know he, he's got a bad rep. Especially when it came out. He's you know, he said a little thing about hearing hearing ghosts and all that jazz. People kind of hold over his head. But, I mean, he came he, – he missed the first part of the season last year, came back, had some pretty decent games, had a 340-yard passing game with three touchdowns. Like, the guy has ability. And that was against the Buccaneers, which is a really good defense. He has ability. I think this is Shanahan learning from his mistakes on the NFC Championship last year, knowing, like, hey, if I had a better quarterback, we probably could have won this game. So I'm going to carry three guys, you know, just carry the extra guy on the team for this whole season who can, you know, know the offense just in case – these things come up again. Also, insurance for Pretty. I think the timeline of his return is wide. No one knows. People saying six months. People saying 12 months. Who knows? So I think it's kind of insurance for sure for that situation as well. 
Let's move on to the running backs. So just a few moments ago, pretty much, the Panthers signed Miles Sanders. This one came out of nowhere to me. Just what, last week, Deuce Deuce McAllister, uh, the running backs coach was saying that Foreman was the prototypical guy for the system that he's going to be running. And now we see Miles Sanders come in. Is this a running back by committee now? They still have Cuba Hubbard there as well. Is Sanders going to be the guy? What do you, what do you see with this? I like this move. I don't want to say this and it be taken the wrong way. As far as like uh, stature and size, him and uh, Cuba Hubbard is the same size and have a similar skill set. Obviously, Miles Sanders is a better player, in my personal opinion, and just sees the field a lot, a lot more. It's interesting, honestly. You know, I think it's a. We, I would want to see the numbers and see the money tied to it. Because my theory, I know how I always play anything more than eight million, then that's the guy. Like if it's anything cheaper than that, like if you got the you know Montgomery money, for example, that's a that's fifty fifty, like the type of money that uh Montgomery just got. But I think obviously Sanders gonna have a great opportunity to lead this backfield. And I, I think his skill sets really uh, fits what they're gonna try to do there in uh Carolina. Another one that came out of left field to me. Um, this team was not one of the rumored teams to get this running back, but Jamal Williams to the Saints is now a thing. Looks like a three-year contract. Is this Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara all over again? Or are they about to move Kamara? I mean, let's see. I think it's and just, they don't have the same offense, so so I don't I don't know how that will work. But what right. you got? Um, let's just see how long Kamara is out. You know what I mean? I think this is like just as a, a great True. insurance policy. Somebody that can catch the ball, also run the ball at the backfield. You know, just in case things don't go well, at least we got a guy. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to be dependent on these all these jags. Players. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That just throw. Okay. We got a guy pro. They give him wiggle room. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So. I think that's it's a good insurance policy. Like we say, wiggle room just in case. And if Kamara does come back, we got it's just it's the Lions all over again. It's the Saints all over again. With the two, these guys are used to sharing the backfield. So yeah, and both of them have done well when they when they deployed that type of a system as well. So right. I mean, I think it's and you don't want uh, Carr throwing the ball all the damn time yeah. either. So I mean, <laughs> and, and and Jamal's really a short yardage guy. You know what I'm saying? Even though yeah. he can't catch the ball, it's like like you say, it's, it's really like Ingram and Kamara all over again. To be honest yeah. with you. Austin Eckler requested permission to seek a trade. Apparently, negotiations weren't going well with the Chargers. The scuttlebutt is he may end up in Chicago. What do you think about that? Chicago has the most money to spend, and in all honesty, if you got to worry about Eckler and Fields in the same backfield, and now they have DJ Moore, Claypool, Mooney, who was the number one guy, is now the number three guy, and they still have a lot more money. So I'm a little leery about that being a possibility, only because we didn't get the full Khalil Herbert. I think Herbert and Eckler has a similar skill set, but nobody is doing it better out the backfield, aside from McCaffrey, than Eckler. I do see the advantage of it, but monetarily, so w- wouldn't that be the reason to do it? So that way, both of your guys, who whether it's a starter or the backup, have the same skill set. Well, I think it'd be a, a fair opportunity just looking into what he would want. You still got to sign Claypool the following year. You still have other needs and things on the offense. If it's fair and reasonable, again, this is somebody who might want ten million a year. If he's willing to do something, you know, like seven million, something like that, even though they have all this money, they still can do uh, spending in several other areas. And they didn't do enough in the O line uh, as of yet to kind of kind of quell the the thoughts of field. So if you're gonna spend money on him, I'd rather you just go with Herbert and then you try to fill out the rest of the team, and particularly on the offensive line, to get this guy to stand up right. Miles Gaskins, along with Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostart, all re-signed with Miami. Good sign, bad sign, disappointed. Al Propos, what you got? Extremely disappointed. Because I've seen this movie before. Oh, yellow get shot at the end. Like, no matter how many times, <laughs> I know what happens at the end of the movie. The dog gets shot. You know what I mean? What are we talking about here? This, yo, if you look at the free agents available at the running back position, this is this is one of the best I've seen probably ever, to be honest with you. A ton of talent. Yeah, I, I have to um, agree with that. So, Perfect timing for several teams that don't <sighs> seem to be making a move. Not only you have free agents, right? You also have disgruntled talent. We just talked about Eckler. You got Kareem Hunt. Like you have some really talented running backs that want to get off their current teams, and you're gonna go resign Wilson, Moster, and Gaskins. Three duds. I'll take Eckler over all three of them. I'll take Kareem Hunt over all three of them. You know, I'll throw a name out there. Like, I take James Robinson, who was just cut from the Jets over all three of them. It's, it's like, come on, what are you doing? And, and this is why, again, why some of these bad teams stay bad. 
and make these type of decisions. This is horrible. It you know feels like a family decision versus a business decision, in my opinion. You know, he's that, that coach that is, you know, oh, I promise I got your back. Are you, you my guy, da 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 da. And versus getting the best guy, he's keeping the family. Guess what? He'll be fired next year. Yeah, all of them guy, be gone together. The thing <laughs> is, I mean, let's think about it. His in year one, he's on a hot seat. This his name was tossed on the hot seat by the by season's end. And then you're gonna make these kind of decisions. So I don't know if it's gonna be him or the GM, but somebody's making some bad decisions. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So I don't like it. I was on this show talking about I was lobbying for guys like Dalvin Cook to go here, guys like Cream Hunt to go here. I mean, hell, even uh, Ocho Cinco, I think it was, jumped on Twitter and was like, "Yo, Dalvin," you know what I'm saying? Like, "Yo, he's lobbying for the Dolphins," you know what I'm saying? So, and and Dalvin is used to that type of that type of offense. So, shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? Feed your family. I'm glad you got some money, but from a football standpoint, horrible. So the Cowboys officially released Zeke. And he's looking into his free agency. How is this going to work out? Where do you see him going? Is this is this a guy that someone will kind of take advantage of? And um, m- maybe some of the people that haven't pounced on running backs were looking for a guy like a Zeke to be released? I like this opportunity for Zeke. I, don't, I think Zeke is a great two-down back. Obviously, you know, you know, first, second down, obviously goal line type of work. I think, honestly, look at a team like Cincinnati. Look like a team like Chicago. Somebody who's more minimal, you can spread it out between uh, Elliot Ebner and uh, Herbert, and then on the other and Travion Williams, and then the other gentleman that they just had, Evans. There we go, Chris Evans. You know, I think those are two places. And then we already know that you know he's going to be for a fair value. You get him for a two-year deal, maybe, and just front load all that to the first year. If he don't pan out, then just let him go. You talked a little bit about David Montgomery going to the Lions. This also kind of came out of left field to me. I, I didn't know that he was on the Lions radar because isn't he kind of Jamal Williams? I don't I don't really see that big of a difference. Also, do, do you know whether or not Swift is officially gone or is this right now a tandem backfield as, as, as far as we know to date? I think Swift is still under contract, believe it or not, but I'm going to let Vander touch on that. No, no, no. You, you got it. That's that's pretty much all I was going to say. I mean, as of today. Yeah, and I, I think this is a good look for this team. I think the one thing that we all know is Jamal Williams' physicality is un- – he reminds me of Marion Barber. But I, I think even – but not I don't know if Marion Barber was – that dude was his own, his own demon. But he's just that physical and imposing. I don't get that from Montgomery. Montgomery is a little – little more finesse to him. He isn't is as powering as Jamal, but I do think he has very secure hands. It's just a nice tandem, my personal opinion. Samaji P. Ryan agreed to terms with the Broncos, and J.D. McKissick was released due to a failed physical, so he may be done. Uh, I like the P. Ryan move. I think that's going to be very beneficial fantasy-wise. I mean, we've seen uh, Coach Payton uh, where two running backs can have success, P. Ryan being a good pass pro guy. Can catch the ball. I, I love it. Things a really good move. That's all I can say about that. I, I really like that move for them. Being that they have the young guy in Javante. Um, as far as McKissick, I mean, I'm not sure what his market. I don't think it's going to be much out there for him. Coming, he's banged up. But he's kind of yeah, a he had trick. that neck injury that 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 hurt him pretty bad last year. Right. And at the same time, he's a one trick pony. I mean, he's a strictly True. third down. It's not a lot he can't do. And I mean, he's Naeem Hines. They're the same dude. Right. Except he hurt. So I don't really think. I think his, you know, his well would dry up pretty quick. So I don't really see a bunch of teams knocking at his door. But the P. Ron move was a nice move for Peyton. The Eagles signed Rashad Penny. This one also, like, it's a lot of moves that I could not have foreseen. I'm not even going to pretend like it was on my radar. This is one of those. Does he come in if healthy as the lead guy, or is he the backup to gain well? Or are they still going to draft somebody? Like, what do we have here with the Eagles' backfield? I think this is one of the better committees in football because they just signed Boston Scott today, too. I think him, Gainwell, Boston Scott, you you can just I – I just see the fluidity of the offense uh, carrying over to next year. We've seen them try O.J. Howard before. We've seen them try other backs, you know, similar skill set. But Penny, when – I think this helps help, uh, Penny long as far as longevity – I think we get a better version of him. This guy is still, uh, he's a bigger back, but he's extremely fast. 
I just don't think they have like a single guy uh, towards the end of it. Gainwell carried a lot, but then bringing back Boston Scott, Gainwell, and Penny, I, I like those names working all together. Honestly, moving on over to wide receiver, we're going to start out actually with a guy that was traded versus being a free agent. How are we feeling about DJ Moore now being a Chicago Bear? I mean, I like DJ Moore, man. I, I think he's going to really provide a safety blanket for this young quarterback. We've seen DJ Moore be successful with lesser talent, but I just want to see better quarterback play from from uh, Fields. Poles, he's 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 on the job right away. I mean, he's starting to sew up that offensive line. Put a few guys in there, and this is the time, you know, the best. I was talking to somebody about this earlier. The best time to make the run for a championship is when you got a quarterback that's under a rookie contract. Because at that point, you're able to spend a lot of money in other areas where you can't, you know, the quarterback is not taking, a, you know, a big portion of the pot. So while they had fields on this rookie contract, this is the time you had the time to spend the money to get all these other position players. And he's like, he's doing well with that. I like I like more. I think he's still be be an 80 to 90 catch guy. You know, flooring that thousand yards, maybe eight touchdowns. I think that's still doable here. But as field grows, I think, you know, he's definitely going to be good for his maturation. This one, I don't know how to feel. Joe, I don't need I, I don't know if I need you to talk me up or talk me off the ledge or I, I, I don't know how to feel. Um <laughs> So <laughs> the Patriots signed Juju Smith-Schuster to the exact same contract that the Las Vegas Raiders signed Jacoby Myers to, three years, $33 million. What's going on here? And do you feel like Juju is the better buy? Because I don't know. I know he's the bigger brand, but I don't know if he's the better buy in this situation. I'm, I'm puzzled. I'm in the same boat as you with this one. I really felt, honestly... Um, just even in keeping continuity that uh, you would think you would keep Jacoby. I think Jacoby's better football is ahead of him. And I think, honestly, he's going to get even more opportunity going to uh, Oakland. I just, I'm not a big fan of Juju. It's, we all saw it. After AB left, he was the, he had to be the guy. He just never was the guy. Is he going to be asked to do that in New England? Definitely not. But I just don't see his skill sets meaning anything because, it's easy when you're in Kansas City and you got Kelsey taking, you know, the majority of the defenders along with him for the ride and somebody who's focused on heavily in the offense. But now you're going to go to somebody, you know, a team that's really balanced. How do you separate yourself from all the other receivers? And you had the opportunity to do it, you know, others, you know, the places. I just I would have kept Jacoby, honestly. OK, so now I'm going to tell you my actual feelings. I, this is bullshit. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like the dude has done nothing but showed and proved. And you want to bring in Mr. TikTok? I don't understand. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? I don't understand. What's the plan here? We used to be the bring in the hard hat, the guy that's just going to do his job and keep his head down. And now Bill Belichick got to deal with this shit. Like, I don't. What are we doing, man? Like, Vander, help me out, bro. Like, what, what, what am I not seeing? Maybe you had a voice of reason in this. Um, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I mean, I, I get, I get Juju off the field and the dance and the TikTok and all of the jazz, but he may be the better, um, the better receiver. As far as um, he's the bigger receiver for one, but he's able to play inside and out. Even though Jacoby, he. he he can play outside, I guess, but he's really more of an inside guy. I just think Juju would probably be a guy they can actually do a little bit more with in this offense. Their skill sets are kind of similar, but I just think uh, Juju's the bigger the bigger guy. That's pretty much it. Okay. I, the fact that you're saying that, that you feel like Juju may be better, that, that does console me a little bit. Yeah, I just <laughs> think he'd be better for – like you can move him around in different places. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think with uh, Myers, he's going to be – He's more in the slot. I mean, that's yeah, he's, he's really a slot receiver. Yeah. But Juju can play in the slot and on the outside. I just think you can move him around. He's a better, he's a better chess piece, if that makes sense, I think. Okay. Okay. For this, I'll take for this system. For yeah. uh, the Titans didn't tender Nick Westbrook Ikine. So he's a restricted free agent, and he's likely to be on the move. I don't know that they have use for him or that he's kind of made the best use of his opportunity because they definitely didn't have very many receivers. Uh, Bobby Trees is gone. He signed with the Texans. How do we feel about these Tennessee guys? One already been moved and one likely on the move. Yeah, I'm, I'm perplexed, honestly. I think, you know, 
Tennessee has a lot to do. I just don't know what their identity, what they're going to do, especially like with Tannehill and everything else. I mean, they haven't made any noise. You know, it's, it's hard for me to even get enthused or to find optimism and what they have planned. I mean, this offense to me, especially with the Derrick Henry news to your point and everything else going on, like, I don't see an identity anytime soon. I think uh, hopefully they can do something to fill several holes on this team because, I mean, it's, it's nothing to talk about now, like you said, especially at the quarterback position. We got Philip Dorsett signing with the Vegas Raiders. So he's going back to a familiar offense. He's actually – he might mess around and end up uh, – I, I want to say he played a, a bit of the outside and inside. I know he's a burner, but he's familiar with the McDaniels offense. It, it really feels like McDaniels is bringing in anyone who he doesn't have to teach. So that way he can get this offense on the road this year because he don't have but a half a season to show and prove before I feel like he might get fired. So he don't feel like he's bringing in any projects. I'm interested to see what they're going to do on defense because, again, that's where their biggest Achilles heel was. Alan Lazard just got paid to uh, come over from Green Bay to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers is always, has already made his petition known that he wants Mercedes Lewis as well as Randall Cobb as well as Odell Beckham Jr. How do we feel about Rodgers asking for all these dudes and how is this going to affect the wide receivers that are already there? I know they were already talking about Elijah Moore possibly being on the trading block. Is this going to be one of those situations where the old dog doesn't want to learn new tricks and he's actually about to ruin these young guys or how do y'all feel about that whole scenario with, with all of those receivers involved? No, Elijah is gone. I mean, that's all it's telling me. I mean, let's think about it. This guy's trying to bring three receivers with him. Uh, we already know that Corey Davis going to be cut. He's going to save them some cap space so they can sign some of these guys. Denzel Mims, he probably get cut. Uh, and Elijah Moore already have some disgruntled. He's already, you know, walking on shelves anyway, who will probably get cut as well. And Garrett Wilson is the money man. I mean, he's not going nowhere. I'm okay with that. I mean, Lazard is still young. Uh, Rogers has some chemistry with him. But as far as Cobb and, and, and even uh, Mercedes Lewis, those are just locker room guys. Those guys, he want their lockers beside him <laughs> so he could talk to. Those are his friends. He just want them there with him, help him get a check. Uh, and, and also, I've seen Odell Beckham name as well, as well on that list. So that's somebody right. else he want to be able to – he want that firepower to have with him. So I'm not mad at it at all. I mean, hey, we see in the NBA all the time. We've seen Blake Griffin get recruited to Oklahoma because his brother. It, it happens. It's like um, what do they call it? Um, in college recruiting, they call it a, a buddy system, a buddy. Yeah, it's that type of deal. Like, yeah. So you want me? Bring my buddy with me. Got to bring my guy. <laughs> right. That's it. And take they, one for and, the and team. Let's not, and let's not forget, people. This is the Jets. Let's not act like this is the Patriots or this is some stoic franchise that doesn't have to put up with this mess. You're the Jets. You haven't won. Shut up. And you do absolutely it. have to put up with this mess. Just do it. Just shut up and do it <laughs> with you know a smile. Saying? The last time y'all won, Joe Namath was run off the field waving a finger. And that whole coaching committee, if you will, is that that seat is very much hot as well. So why not go for the gusto? Because if you don't do something this year, you won't have a job. So who cares about the cap? Who cares about what happens if it don't work out? Because guess what? He better than what you had. So if it don't work out now, it wasn't going to work out with who you had. There's that part. Uh, Noah Brown has moved from the Cowboys, who he actually had a, a, a good little season here. He was a bit of a standout in comparison to what we knew about him going in, but he's now with the Texans. Uh, the Texans have made several moves that are kind of showing a little bit of savviness, which is the opposite of what we've seen there in the past. But they feel like they're kind of starting to try to get a sense of stability there. So I like what I'm seeing with the Texans so far this offseason, and they have picks galore. So they have a lot that they can do there. And all honesty, with the picks that they have, I would actually throw my hat in the ring for the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes if I'm Houston. Like, you could turn this thing around real quick. Am I talking about my ass right now? Or is it something that I'm not thinking about that would make that completely bogus? Or I, I don't know. I'm just so, saying. like, Yo, that's, that's actually great. Most definitely. I, I think you should spend it. They already have a ton of picks. It's only t it's going to cost you two first rounds, which would be one this year and one next year. But look, though, they, they have multiple firsts, so they don't even have to give up number two. They can get Jackson and not give up number two. Oh, so they have more than one number two this year? They have, they have more than they have um more than just that one first round pick this year. Oh yeah, sweet. Oh yeah, more spin that. Yeah, that's a that that's a no brainer at this point. If I can keep the number two pick, I'll tell you Yo, what I would check me on that right quick. I'll tell you what no, I'll tell you what I would do though. I would try to trade back and grab me another one 
and give them that too and, and, and do something like that and just take the rest of my picks and fill out the rest of the so team. So I'm looking, it says that the Texans have 11 draft picks. Mm-hmm. They got the second overall and the 12. They got the 12. Oh, yeah, give me yeah. 12. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm a, saying. yeah, run that. Yeah, that's easy. I'll give you the twelfth. I'll give you. They also have two thirds. I'll give you the twelfth. I'll give you a third, and no, I'll you give can't, you a first no, next year. It don't work like that. It got to be the first, two first. No, 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 no. This is what I figured out today. This is what I read today. They have tagged him, but because the tag hasn't been signed, they can still work out a traditional deal. Like the oh, Ravens okay. can still accept the traditional deal. It doesn't have to be the tag version because it hasn't yeah. been signed yet. So, okay, well, it but, doesn't but, make but sense. With then. what they have, though, I mean, mm-hmm. if you can get a top 12 pick, this would be the team to do business with. And then Houston doesn't have to go through that building slash rebuilding, roll the dice. I don't know what I'm getting at quarterback, but I'm spending this pick that I hope to never have again. Like, that would be the move if I'm if I'm – and you're talking about reviving a, a franchise, getting a guy that's just like the guy that you got rid of but without the 20 cases? I don't see the downfall in this one. It, are we missing something, Joe? Honestly, with this with this situation, especially introducing the Lamar Jackson, I think that would be a good proponent of it. What I saw on defense, I looked up their defense this morning, their defense is ready to go. For their division, at least. On paper, their division, their, their defense is stout. I think it's going to be really good under uh, D'Amico. He has all his pieces in line. As far as quarterback, I'm curious, what are they looking at? Are they looking to go quarterback at two? I think that they, they can benefit from going either route, whether it's Lamar or a rookie. I think a rookie is a little bit safer because now you can actually complete a rebuild, you know, the traditional way, having a quarterback on a rookie deal that's inexpensive to keep adding pieces to that offense because they have nobody to write home about at the wide receiver position. They're addressing the offensive line. I'm quite sure they're going to bolster it a little bit more, like players like Isaiah Wynn and a few other people. But I would be all in on Lamar, too, if I think I can win now if I'm confident, because like you said, for the price. But also I can see why they can go get a C.J. Stroud or something like that and go for the best. Now, the one thing about it with wide receiver, that may be one of the easier positions to trade for. And you actually got a decent wide receiver there. You just don't have nobody to throw on the ball. So maybe Cooks doesn't want to leave if he actually gets someone capable of throwing on the ball. But C.J. Stroud is a, a, a nice way to go, too. I can see that working out. He's a great thrower of the ball. You know, he got wheels. He tries not to use them when possible. But they have options. That's the beautiful thing for D'Amico Ryans and the Houston Texans right now. Rounding it out with tight end, the Patriots traded Janu Smith to the Falcons for a seventh-round pick. So this was a failed experiment. He's going back to the coach that he did the best with when he was there with Tennessee. So Janu Smith is out of New England. We have Darren Waller to the Giants. That was their big splash so far, other than re-signing their own guys. And then with Hayden Hurst, he's now a Panther. He has a three-year deal with Carolina. How do we feel about these three tight ends? I like the Hurst move. I actually like it. I like actually Hayden Hurst. He's a good blocker, and he's also a good pass catcher. So I really like that move. The Waller move is interesting. I mean, he's a talent. I mean, you're going to take Waller any, anywhere. There's not a team that wouldn't take him. It's kind of funny that they would take a trade for him, but if they like it. I love it. I guess it gives uh, Jones a security blanket there. Knowing that they need a lot of receiver help, I guess they went the tight end route. And the John New move, this is a tricky one because I'm not sure what's his role going to be here. Yeah, the guy, the young guy, Kyle Pitts. Are they gonna move oh, Pitts he gonna to the backup, or are they gonna move Pitts to the outside a little bit more? Is Pitts gonna oh, more like wide playing receiver. wide receiver? Okay. Right. I mean, I think there's many options. You may see some some good two tight end as well. Have we seen that particular coach do that before, or would it be a I didn't have the man to be able to do it kind of situation? Um, that I can't. When he was in uh, Tennessee, it was Jono, and it was uh, it, it before Jono, it was um, Delaney. Well, no, Delaney, Delaney, Delaney but that's Walker. not the same. But that's not the same coach, though, right? That yeah, coach. He, it, uh, Delaney, Delaney was there for so, I want to say a year or two. So he, he's not used to wearing the tote. The tight end always does well, but not too tight. Okay, right. I don't know. Maybe like again, maybe we'll see. Uh, Pitts well, I mean, Delaney and Jono were on the field at the same time. Mm. But yeah. when he has his success, though, Delaney was gone, right? Well, D- Delaney became expendable because mm. both of them were doing well that same year. Mm-hmm. And then Delaney was in line for a paycheck, and he ended up not getting paid by anybody, really. They did kind of use them in tandem, but it more so cannibalized both of them, more so than propping one of them up. Yeah, I just want to add to that, too. Like, we've seen a lot of Kyle Pitt. 
playing on the outside either way. He's played a lot in the slot considerably too. You wonder why? Because you know John was a a good blocker. I think I think in that sense, that's definitely going to kind of free up Pitts to kind of be more versatile. But we also, when healthy, we didn't see Pitts be involved in the offense. Hopefully, they correct their ways and we we see him be that thousand yard receiver from his rookie season. The Miles Sanders contract details just came in: four years, twenty five mil. So it looks like he got a little bit of a better contract than what um, Montgomery got with the Lions. So there we go on that. That pretty much wraps up your free agent frenzy news and notes. Let's go ahead and go into fixing the AFC West. All right, so your AFC West, we have Denver, Kansas City, Las Vegas, and Los Angeles. Who's going to start first? Oh, I guess I can get us going off the good foot. AFC West, let's start with the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Easy fix, right? What does it need? Yeah, it's one uh, of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, nothing. but I'm sure you can find something. I mean, if you didn't um, pick, you know, look hard enough. But be honest with you, man, I mean, they just did some some freeing up some cap space by restructuring Pat Mahomes. I think they picked up another eight, nine million. That was a good move. I think that move is good. You kind of want to give Chris Jones his money. I think he deserves it. Uh, this guy is definitely, in my opinion, the second best DT in the league. So I think you want to go ahead and, you know, give him his paycheck. You definitely got to go find another offensive lineman. Orlando Brown, I know he was a free agent. Um, they did bring in one, though. Jawan Taylor out of uh, Jacksonville. So they already freed up. They already got that one. And Brown the, is still a free agent. So there's a possibility right. that they he, may still be able to work something yeah. out. Uh, left tackle Orlando Brown. Yeah. So re-signing him would be good. I would be okay with him re-signing him. If not, replacing him. Uh, but the wide receiver position. Now, this is where McCole Harmon. I'll let go of McCole. I think bringing in Kadarius. You already have a Sky Moore. I think his position is already going to be filled. You just got Marquise. uh um, Scatlin last year. He just lost Juju. So I'll be trying to find that guy to play on the other outside. Um, we hearing names, interest guys like uh, if you're aiming for the sky, I would say D-Hop. If you're going on the low end, I would say maybe Adam Thielen would be good here. Uh, I'm okay with bringing any of these other veterans that's going to get released, the Corey Davises of the world, Kenny Galladay's. I'm okay with bringing in two of these guys, actually, minimums, uh, and just and seeing out which one pans out. Because Pat Mahomes already proven that he doesn't need a world-beater yeah, receiver. As yeah. long as he got Travis Kelsey, he doesn't need, you know, all other guys on the outside. So you don't have to really bring in a superstar per se. You'd be okay, I think, with a Corey Davis or something like that. DJ Chark, you know, there's going to be some other guy like that who also mm, is jumping okay. this and, you know, keep this, this ball rolling. Defensively, everybody's pretty much signed up. Of course, you got guys like Carlos Dunlap, who's one of those, you know, veterans that's hanging around and the dt he need to be re-signed dotty Derek, but i'll i'll actually go after someone else and dominican sue was a name they was told me maybe bring it back in the fold and i'll be okay with him come back in the fold let him get beside chris jones on that line this team doesn't really need anything man i mean just bring in the wide receiver because a lot of these free agents are calling them a lot of skilled guys are calling pat and saying hey i want to come play with you you know what i mean so and, and this the, the, the one move i would do that's going to be unorthodox why not go get Ezekiel Elliott? You know, this is, this is pretty much Pacheco. I, I'm I okay with him. See, I can see that. Um, I'm, I'm okay with Pacheco having the keys to the car, but bringing that veteran, that guy, short yardage, good pass protector, and, you know, and, and let him play that role. So you don't really have to spend big bucks on big guys. You can really low ball and fill out the rest of this team and still be a Super Bowl contender. I like it. I like it. That would actually feel what they're going to be missing by not having McKinnon and having a verified third down back, uh, somebody that can catch out of the backfield, somebody that can protect Patrick Mahomes. Right. A lot of this offseason is going to be about protecting Patrick Mahomes. So you got right. your young guy <laughs> that can learn from the older guy, and the and the older guy has a skill set that fits exactly what you want to do for your quarterback. So, yeah, I can see exactly how that would make sense. You mentioned Adam Thielen as well. He's supposed to be having a visit with the Carolina Panthers today or tomorrow, I believe. So that's something else to look out for. Yeah, I was going to add to that. I think that Adam Thielen and uh, Ezekiel Elliott are phenomenal call-outs. I think even the pass blocking his ability, I think like we, we said it on the show several times, Elliott is probably one of the best running back pass blockers in the NFL. Maybe even you can include that with fullbacks as well as he freaking blocks. Uh, I think that's phenomenal. I think Thielen, to his point, Thielen even said it, 
I mean, he got a lot of juice in it, uh, taking it. And to Vander's point, you don't need a stud for this offense. You know what I mean? Like, I think Elon, Thielen would be perfect. And then it helps them with the red zone, something that we've seen him do a few years ago. Just, uh, you know, be one of the best in the league in the red zone. So I like that call out. Go ahead and hit us with your fix. I'm going to go with Denver first. Denver did a phenomenal job, you know, since I'm just the owner starting today. We really did a ton of good things, you know, bringing in McGlinchey, re-signing Singleton. Zach Allen, I think that was a phenomenal move to really solidify uh, that 3-4 defense. We already talked about Samaji, Ben Powers, and even Mike Michael Burton, the fullback, is a phenomenal addition as well. But they kind of really shored up what I would want to have to have done that offensive line and really on offense. So I got a key in on Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton is going to be due a really huge roster bonus if he's still on the team by March 20th. So I think he's, he's in real life, not just this scenario. He's going to be traded, in my personal opinion, between now and the 20th. Let me ask you this. Do you think that teams know that this, you know, number is about to hit in five days and he's going to be free to come wherever he wants to go without giving up compensation, which is why they aren't getting much traction with trying to trade him because they're going to have to cut him on the 19th if he's not traded by then. Yeah, and I think, but it's also affordability. They can afford to keep him, but if I'm them, and I think the precipice is, is if I know I got him to the 20th, I'm going to see if something's going to shake because they were also shopping him along with Judy around the last time during the trade right. deadline. Yeah, so I, I, think- I just saw something about that today, Mayor, is the fact Jerry Judy was linked to the Patriots and hooking him back up with Mac Jones. Uh, the Patriots yeah. are looking for a receiver, and it, he was on the list. Hopkins was on the list, and Thielen was on the list, actually, as far as the outside receiver. So they're trying to get rid of somebody, but they're trying so hard that it feels like they're desperate. And I think teams are kind of like, eh, I don't know. What, what's going on here? What are we buying? Why are you, why are you trying so hard? Yeah, I, I would move Sutton. I think he can go probably for like a fifth-round pick. We're not going to see him move for nothing serious. But I'm going to say in this scenario that we're going to trade him. That's going to give me $7.5 million. I'm going to resign Justin uh, uh, Simmons on the back end and clear up another $13 million, uh, give or take. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go and get Darius Slay. With every all the other moves that we did, again, I'm, I'm just a GM today. We did a great job for our takeover. I'm going to wrap this in a bow. I'm going to go get Darius Slay. After that, I don't really have to worry about too much. We did a great job already. Going into the draft, I want a linebacker like Jack Campbell. Tested amazing. He's a great outside presence, inside presence. And then in the third round, because, again, we got 67, 68. I'm going to get Garrett Williams from Syracuse, another good corner, similar to what we already do in Colorado. And I'm going to get him to kind of solidify a little bit even more that the DB room. But I'm getting Darius Slade. We're we going to get him. That's what I do with Denver. I like it. I like it. All right, young Vander, what you got up next for us? And Darius. Man, look, you took my guy. Because, <laughs> you know, the Raiders, they have a cornerback problem. They had Rocky Yassin, free agent. I was saying they just signed Mike um, uh, Marcus Epps from Philadelphia. He just got him in the fold. And I was thinking, hey, Slay's available. Why not? You know, bring him in. You know what I'm saying? Another Philadelphia Eagle to fill that spot. So he was a guy I was looking at as well. To I believe Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is available as well as a free agent um, cornerback if they need to fill a spot. Yeah, well, Gardner-Johnson, he, he's actually more of a nickel and safety. Not really on the outside, per se. But they, they need a, a outside corner. This team does have holes in the middle. They take that seventh round draft pick and go get Jalen Carter. I know he didn't do well as pro day, his pro day. They came in like nine pounds heavy overweight. And I think that's really has him do more of stressed out with his situation. I think he's I probably been, you know, a little stressed lately. Probably hasn't been motivated, nervous, and scared and things like that. But he's going to fall. This is a guy that is talking about maybe going first. Facts. And yeah. he's not going to drop. So I would take He's him a guy that uh, Chicago was talking about. The reason that they may be willing to trade number one is because they could trade back and still get him. Right. who they would have actually picked if they kept the number one. Right. Um, I would take him at seven to kind of like fill that hole and put him beside Max Crosby. Straight dog. You got challengers on the other side. So having a Jalen Carter in the middle will really, you know, solidify that, that defensive line. And they need something major on defense. So I love that move. Yeah, I would. And I, honestly, man, um, I was with you kind of earlier what you said about Hunter Renfro. He got to go. Move him somewhere, um, maybe for a low pick, free up some cap space. You just bought in Jacoby Myers, who seemed like he would be as a replacement, even though Jacoby kept on the outside as well. But you just bought in also Philip Dorsett. So I'm kind of right. confused right. on, you know, because Matt Hollins is a free agent, so maybe he won't return. Yeah, Keenan Cole also may not return. Uh, but 
And also so the they tight give end. You a little bit of depth. Right, yeah, for sure. Tight end, you can foster Monroe. Tight end is so plentiful right now in free agency. I will actually go after the best. Because all these guys to me are pretty much even. Now, I heard a rumor that the Patriots are trying to go after Mike Kosecki. Hunter Renfro might be available. He know the system. You're trying to save your job. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, well, man, I spoke on that, though. Yo, matter of fact, can, oh, can, sure. can, we, can we send you Hunter Henry and, and we'll take Renfro off your hands? You got your receiver. You need you need a tight end. Yeah. Just, yeah, I mean, I think that works out for both parties. But remember, I told you that. I told you Hunter Renfro would be ideal for that system over there in New England. Don't be surprised. Yeah. So. But they got Juju You also told too. me that he was going to be out the door, and it looks like he's about to be with the fact that they picked up Jacoby. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm cool with that. Be all honest with you, I don't like the Jimmy. I understand the Jimmy G move, but at the same time, I know he knows his system, but I don't think Jimmy G does to Fonte any – he doesn't help him. I agree, but I think what McDaniels needs is what Jimmy G gave San Francisco, which is just stability. Like, if if you can just not lose the game for me and and we can figure out some things on defense, I think they're going to be able to keep Jacobs, but they're definitely going to need, you know, that running game to be stout. I kind of feel like that's where they are right now. Like, they're trying to not lose. But but also remember, they just got rid of Waller, but Dalton Schultz is still available at tight end as well. So if you don't want to go the trade route, you can pick up free agent Dalton Schultz. I just – I don't think Devontae – I don't think this is his style of play, though. Think about it. Devontae is used to getting the ball. This is about to be one of Antonio Brown situations if he ain't getting his 12, 13 targets a game. Yeah, You know, I know you say Jimmy G's spread it around, but he ain't no spread it around kind of guy. Like, I'm the alpha, I'm David Ruffin, and these are the temptations. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's that type of party. So, I don't think it's Jimmy G. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's Devontae Adams and the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he's going to be happy with Jimmy G at quarterback. I know he's he's talking good right now. He's uplifted. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't see it. I wouldn't bring Jimmy G in. I get the Jimmy G move, but if you do bring Jimmy G in, I'm not sure what, how it would hit them cap-wise, but I'd move, I move Devontae. Go ahead and move him now while he's hot, yeah, while he's fishing. I'm not sure what the dead cap is on that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dead cap might be he crazy because he just got there, so right? But, yeah, it might be It might be something stupid. Yeah, I, I, I think he'd be better fit somewhere else. He'd be better I think what will happen is they'll they'll use him this year so that way, because McDaniels needs him this year. Like he can't afford to get rid of any talent right now that he's not replacing, and you can't replace that guy. You keep him there to save your job, and then when your leash is a little bit longer next year, or maybe closer to the trade deadline, depending on your record or something like that, then maybe you can look at making that kind of a move. Right. But I think right now would be bad timing. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, just go through the draft or everything else. But honestly, I would really go towards the defensive end because they need real help on the defensive end. Back. Offensively. Now, if, you, if you're trying to trade Adams for a stud on defense and then a, re- a semi-replacement player, and then maybe you keep Myers and Renfro. I wonder if you could do like a – this is just BS right now. Yeah, just spitballing. What about, you say, for a stud? Yeah, I, 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 need, I, I need you to fill about, in maybe about, a linebacker spot or a What about an Aaron Donald? Nah, that's just a patch. Like I don't think he's gonna be around more than a year. I don't even know. I don't know. If, I don't even know if he would retire if he was rumored to come there. Yeah, because right? <laughs> I mean, it seems like the Rams are pretty much unloading everybody right now. They should. If they only had to give up a third, they should have got Ramsey. But that's a different conversation for a different day. Now, what you got on that last team, Joe? He in Los Angeles, man. We we need we need a little love and some respect. Yeah, we got the Chargers. I think with the Chargers again. See, I keep I keep inheriting teams that we just already did good in free agency, and we already restructured a lot of deals. But it's still a little bit room on the table just to get a little extra $19 million. And that's through Corey Lindsay and J.C. Jackson just restructuring those contracts. And again, with all the moves that we made, I think a guy that's available at guard, you know, Dalton Risner, uh, I think that's a good one. He's going to be affordable, somebody we can bring in, somebody competitive. I like Isaiah Wynn, too, to play right tackle and shore up the right tackle uh, position as well. The rest, honestly, I'm going to fall to the draft. And I think, you know, we're we going to move Eckler. And in any scenario, I would think that his compensation is probably a third to fourth round pick. And that's being modest because, again, with the, this type of salary cap he is, we just looking to move him and to take that money off the books. But I'm sitting at the 21st pick, and this, and I might have to go above and beyond for this one. But if I'm able to move up, I'm going to get Bijan or Bijan, however you want to call it. I'm getting my man from Texas uh, if I'm able to move forward because we're going to probably go up in the draft. If he falls to us, great. But if I'm unable to pull that trigger, I'm just as happy with taking somebody like Jameer Gibbs. 
I think Joshua Kelly is a great back within his own right. I think we even spent the second round pick on him. I think it's time for him to kind of come to fruition a little Breaking bit. Breaking news, the Patriots land James Robinson. Wow, okay. Good old Bill. This is yeah. You, you yeah. think, think he's going to zig, he's eggs. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we, we, just, we just got a, a, a great running back, and a guy that showed and proved when he was given the opportunity. Um, similar skill set to Ramondre Stevenson, so maybe and Pierre Strong and healthy. So uh, Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris may be a little bit further on. Well, actually, no, Pierre Strong will still have that uh, James White role. So he, he's still right on track. So I guess that puts um, Harris out to pasture at this point. But go ahead. My fault. Oh, no, we good. We can go and get go up and get him. I'll go with Robinson any day. But I like Jameer uh, Gibbs. And I think come April 6th, the pro day for Alabama, we're going to keep hearing. We've already been hearing it already, the Kamara comparisons. But I think once, you know, all these organizations go to the Bama, because you get twofold. You go there to see Bryce, you're going to see Jameer. I think those comparisons are going to lead into a lot of, or you know, draft rooms come draft day. I like his skill set. I like I like that Kamara comparison a lot. I think there's something he can live up to at the NFL. He has blazing speed. I think that combined with Joshua Kelly is going to be great. And then again, I don't have to do much at 54. Unfortunately, Michael Meyer Mayer from Notre Dame might be gone. But I'm, I love this Dalton Kincaid. I'm, in real life, he's going to probably go, if not the first round and the second round. Because to Vander's point, too, I think it's possible we see a lot of three tight ends go within the, the top 50 picks. Him specifically, you just look at him run, the fluidity. I got to save it for a draft show, but he reminds me a lot like Kelsey, like how smooth for him to be a tight end, how smooth he moves and break out of routes. Uh, he he just he's a, he's one of those yak daddies, the ones that just get the yards after catch as well too. I I love that we're doing that with the team. Like I said, getting a uh, Bijan Robinson or Gibbs because I don't think we might be able to trade up that far, and then come back with a Dalton Kincaid in the second round. Again, we did a great job already uh, when I t- before I took over today, but getting a Dalton Reznor, uh, Isaiah Wynn, oh, and a John Johnson safety to go there to team up with James. I want to go get him at safety. Nice young guy. I think he got a lot left in the tank, and he can cover Phil pretty quick. And the top free agents that are left as of right now, we have the likes of Lamar Jackson, who's officially, well, not a free agent, but he's available to those who may inquire if they're willing to do an offer sheet. You have Orlando Brown Jr. at left tackle. You have Chauncey Gardner-Johnson at cornerback. Isaac Sumolo at offensive guard. Jadavian Connie was released by the Cleveland Browns. You have Dalton Schultz still available. We just discussed him a couple months ago. Vander brought up Rock Yassim at cornerback. You also have Yannick Ngakwe at defensive end. And Kareem Hunt is a guy that we haven't heard very much about, or at least I haven't. You guys got any info on any of the guys mentioned or any other free agents that I have neglected to mention that you kind of see moving somewhere or you've heard some rumors about? Well, it just seems like I've been pretty much on point with it all. Uh, the one thing I can say I heard is uh, Dalton Schultz. I did hear the Chargers are interested. Pretty much called that one. It that just would made, be a nice spot. It just made sense, you know what I mean, being that the OC from Dallas went over there and being that just so happened they would have a hole at tight end. Uh, so I did hear that. Jadavion, I think he's going to probably just latch on. But again, Kansas City Chiefs, I think it would be a team maybe he can land at. They just lost uh, Frank Clark. And also I just said um, Dunlap is a free agent. That could be a team as well. You want to ring chase and get on the team and just be able to just, you know, just go after the quarterback. I think that'd be a nice landing spot for him. But I really haven't heard much rumors about any of those guys. I, I'm just – Kareem Hunt, I'm just like – where is everybody? This guy could be a steal for some. I can cheap. still see him going to Buffalo. Some teams maybe just be letting the the, the smoke clear a little bit, but yeah, somebody's going to get a steal for real. I, I, I think somebody to get on it. I mean, as we start seeing the the, the dominoes are starting to fall, we've seen a couple, of, a several running back signs today. It's been a running back day, and Kareem Hunt is sitting there waiting in the wings, man. I think somebody's going to really miss out on a really good guy right here, man. Even the team Joe just brought up, the Chargers could use them. There's several teams that could definitely use their services. I'm curious in regards to the tight ends. You know, I'd love to know more. Like I said, I know Vander just pointed out the Chargers being interested in Schultz. You know, we still have Gasecki out there as well, too. I think that's going to be pretty interesting. But going back to Brown, I just – I think Brown should have – I don't know if they offered him anything, what was on the table, but 
you know, to give Jawan $80 million, I think that's in the same ballpark as Brown. Somebody who's obviously has weight concerns and, and staying in shape during the season. He's very sturdy. He stands up to the test, but it's not a Tyron Smith kind of tackle. It's not like that short plug-and-play bonafide stud like we even had with Williams too, Trent Williams. We're not talking about that caliber tackle. So I think honestly, he might Trent might be sitting for a little, you know, he might be sitting for a little minute. Just got some of these other skill position players as well too. It's just I think we gotta we gotta see, man. Like I said, Kareem Hunt definitely sticks out as a big one as to why he didn't sign. But I think if if you haven't signed at this point, I I think he's gonna be getting close to like maybe two or three million a year kind of deal, just one of those bare minimums. But he definitely should be looked at through for half the league. You know, somebody who can come in and do what he does out of the backfield. And that about wraps it up for this week. Next week, we'll be going into the AFC North and bringing you up to date on any free agents' actions in between now and then. For now, we out.